0: Yeah.
1: main menu. Main menu.
2: Welcome to Main Menu for May 9th, 2014. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are very pleased to have you with us here on Main Menu today. We always appreciate having you with us, and we really appreciate your comments about our programs, and hope you enjoy what we have to offer, and that we also very much appreciate your suggestions for coverage that you'd like to hear us have on main menu that maybe you have not heard on main menu and also we appreciate those of you who have contacted us in recently about possibly producing some technology information for us for main menu and we are pleased to have our executive producer chase crispin with us later on in the program today to talk about what you need to do and how we can help you to get your production onto main menu we'd really love to do that and we'd be glad To help you with that in any way we can, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Otherwise, on Main Menu today, we start out with ACB Radio Managing Director Larry Turnbull, and Larry's going to be interviewing Jeremy Kurame from. AI squared slash GW micro and they're going to be talking about the recent merger of AI squared and GW micro and the implications of that merger and what's happened so far and what's going to happen they'll talk a little bit about who you need to call for support for products depending on whether the product was originally from GW micro or from AI squared and what's the procedure now and what the procedure will be in the future and so if you use either of the products of either one of these companies you'll want to be listening to that to get all the latest information and contact information how to get a hold of them and find out about their products or get technical support and then main menu staff member david woodbridge comes to us with a review of a portable bluetooth keyboard a very small keyboard that works well with all ios and android devices called the revo and he is going to demonstrate the use of that with both android and ios devices and give you some suggestions how to use that and show you all about it that's what's up on main menu here today we have a very full show so we're going to get into it right away here you have a great week and we'll see you back here again next week on main menu
3: If you're interested in providing feedback about Main Menu, chatting with all of the members of the Main Menu staff, and be able to communicate with a large number of Main Menu's listeners, you might wish to subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list. To subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list, you can send an email to mm mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends dash friends dash subscribe at acbradio.org. You can also participate in conversation about Main Menu on Twitter by following at MainMenu or visiting our Twitter page at www.twitter.com slash MainMenu.
4: Hello, my name is Larry Turnbull, and with me is Jeremy Curry of GW Micro. And recently, uh, GW Micro has announced they have merged with AI Squared. And AI Squared is known for making the products Zoom Text and Site I believe it's pronounced. And, of course, GW Micro is famous for window eyes and quite a number of great products here. So, hello, Jeremy. Hi, thanks for having me here today, Larry. Glad to have you aboard, and this is uh, great news about uh, the merge and what uh, brought this on.
5: Yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting stuff. You know, AI Squared and uh, GW Micro have always been really close partners over the years. Um, We've had a great relationship with them uh, for a long, long time, and it was just uh, good timing and such a good fit. Uh, You know, we basically combined our talents and joined forces, uh, and and merged into one company. Um, It's just uh, uh, um, such a good fit because we can leverage each other's technologies. Uh, Obviously, uh, Zoom Text as an extremely uh, popular. Uh, screen magnifier as well as window eyes uh, with our screen reader and being able to uh, Leverage the technologies that both teams have and having experts in both the low vision and blindness arena uh, just makes it a really good fit is um, uh, We kind of move forward and so we're, we're really excited about this and just uh, something that uh, uh, we're really proud of That's great. So Is there
4: going to be any changes in company logos or names or anything like that? And if so, uh, how's the support going to change?
5: Sure. So um, the name GW Micro will eventually go away. We'll be kind of phasing it out. Uh, when you call, you'll hear something like GW Micro, now part of the AI Squared family, and um, we'll be all AI Squared. And so eventually, you know, GW and eventually our social media will um, die down and uh, uh, be phased out um, and uh, we'll be part of, uh, you know, just AI Squared will be all one name. Um, the team here in Indiana, I can't really say GW team anymore, so I have to kind of break my habit of that. Uh, but the. Um, uh, GW, or the, the Fort Wayne team, the Indiana team, is going to remain intact, uh, so will the Vermont team. Uh, so it's all very much status quo. So when you call uh, or or when you need to call for window I support at the moment, you still call the same numbers. Or when you want to call about former GW Micro products, you still call the same numbers. Uh, same thing with AI Squared. If you've got questions about ZoomText or ZoomText support uh, or Zoom or AI Squared uh, products uh, that are out of Vermont, uh, you can uh, call the, the same number that you've been calling for that. Eventually, we'll just have one phone number, and it will be easier to uh, get a hold of both sides. Um, but uh, the support team's the same, orders team, shipping team. I mean, we're all the same people that we were uh, the day before the announcement. So um, none of that's changing. We've, we're still... I'm going to continue to provide the same great customer service. We know AI squared Vermont has been very successful at that as well. And so it just strengthens both of us. and so just makes us all part of one family, um, And allows us to be able to have one family of products. You know, not only do they have ZoomText, but they also have SiteQs and ImageReader and uh, other products. And we also have, um, you know, GW Connect and GW Socialize and Windowize. So it just... Is a real natural fit
4: does this have any uh, effect on the recent uh, cooperative you had with Microsoft
5: or is that uh, going to be still part of the team sure the the uh, window eyes offer for users of Microsoft Office um, that is still going to happen there aren't going to be any changes there so you'll still be able to go to window eyes and you'll be able to download a, a free copy of window eyes a free full Featured copy of Window-Eyes for anyone who owns Office 2010 or later, um, excluding Starter Edition. Uh, So all of that's going to continue to happen. So uh, there won't be any changes there. Excellent.
4: Well, I got you here. Is there anything else you want to announce regarding this merger or any other products you might have coming down the line as we get closer to convention
5: time? Well, one of the things I, I want to note is that we have um, a list of frequently asked questions on the AI Squared website. So you can go to ai squared.com and there's a a link uh, about the merger and you can kind of read through some of the frequently asked questions there. So um, additionally, if... if uh, You want to find out more information, again, you can still call the the former GW Micro number, the Indiana number, 260-489-3671. And our Twitter and Facebook accounts are obviously still up as well. Um, if you've got questions regarding the Vermont products, you can call 802-362-3612. And uh, AI Squared has obviously been on Facebook and Twitter for a long time as well. So I'd make sure that you, um, if, if you're a GW Micro follower on Twitter, or if you are a person who likes GW Micro on Facebook, make sure that you follow AI Squared on Twitter and make sure that you like AI Squared on uh, Facebook as well. So those are things that, um, you know, I would recommend people take a look at. Uh, obviously, our our lists are still going to continue. We've still got the GWMicro.com domain. Um, as we move forward with things and more information becomes available, you know, we'll be certain to communicate that with our our very loyal customers.
4: All right. So thanks for that contact info. Definitely want to check those out. And thank you so much for being on Main Menu with me here on Thanks ECB for having me. Thanks for having me, Larry. It's always great to be here. Always great to have you on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you at the ACB convention. Sounds fantastic.
6: Welcome to this demonstration of the Revo Bluetooth keyboard, and that's R-I-V-O, Revo. And of course, that stands for Remote Interface to VoiceOver. And it's from a company called Mobience. And that's M O B I E N C E. And for more information, you can go to their website and access the Revo documentation, guides, tips, how to, etc. The website address is www.mobience.com forward slash Revo. So that's www.mobience.com forward slash r-i-v-o www.mobience.com forward slash or slash Revo. So before I get started, let me just give you a physical description of the Revo itself. And then what I thought I'd do is take you through some tasks using the Revo keyboard in this case with my iPhone itself. So you can see how the Revo operates in carrying out different gesture straight Bluetooth tasks on the iPhone. And I should say that the Revo keyboard will not only work with the iPhone, of course, it will also work with the iPod touch and iPad. And there is also an Android version as well that will work with TalkBack. So let me give you a physical description of the Revo keyboard itself. It's a tiny little keyboard with 20 keys on it, and it's the size of a credit card, roughly, probably a slightly bit bigger. And to me, when I'm holding it horizontally, it actually feels like the gold-fashioned chocolate bars with the keys on the front face, and the smooth plastic, if you like, on the back. So to give you a description of the Revo itself, as I said, it's got a plastic back and 20 keys on the front. The middle keys are basically your keys that you would find on a telephone-style keypad. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, and the five has got a little indent, seven, eight, nine, and the bottom row, of course, is star, zero, and hash or pound, depending on which part of the world you're living. And then on either side of that, from top to bottom, you have a group of keys. On the left hand side, the keys are labelled L1, L2, L3, L4 going down. And of course, over on the right hand side, so right next to the going down, 3, 6, 9, and pound, you've got R1, R2, R3, and R4. When you're holding the keyboard so that 1, 2, and 3 is at the top of the keyboard and star, zero, and hash at the bottom, on the bottom edge in the middle, you'll find a USB connection, and that's primarily to charge the Revo. So you can plug it into a computer into a USB charging socket to charge the keyboard. We'll come over to the left-hand edge of the keyboard towards the top left-hand edge, just below the top corner. You'll find a little smooth rectangular button and that's actually to turn the keyboard on and off. So if you hold it in for three seconds, you'll physically turn the unit completely off or on, or if you're using the keyboard and you just press it, you'll put it in standby or wake it up from standby. Now, if you bring your finger round to the back of the Ruivo keyboard itself, the same level of orientation as the power on button. If I come around the back left hand edge and I'm on the back of the keyboard, again towards the top edge, you'll find a little indented button and that's your pairing button to pair it to your iOS device or Android device. In my case, with my iPhone. And as usual, I went into settings, Bluetooth. I searched for the keyboard And then when it came up with the pairing sequence, I then typed in the four digit pin number on the numeric keypad, part of the actual keyboard, and it paired straight away. And from then on, I've had no problem in taking the keyboard out of standby, having it wake up and using it with the iPhone. Now the other edges, the right edge, the top edge, and the back plate are all plastic and there's no other controls. So really you have the keys on the front face of the keyboard, you have the USB port down the bottom middle, on the left-hand edge towards the top, you have the on, off, or standby button, on the back face on the top left-hand side, if the keyboard still facing you, you have the pairing button. And that's all there is to the keyboard, very straightforward. Now, even though I said the keyboard's made of plastic, it actually does feel very nice in your hand, and the keys, even though there's no tactile dots on the keys and with the indent on the five, the way the keys are laid out on the keyboard, they're very easy to identify and use. And when you press the keys, if I press number five now, you can hear that you get a good mechanical feedback out of pressing the keys, so you know you've pressed the keys. And I would probably say they're about the same size of keys that you would probably find on a reasonably good-sized home calculator, or indeed on the telephone-style keypad. They're probably a little bit smaller than that, but certainly very easy to locate, as I said, and use. Okay, so as I said, I've already paired my Revo keyboard with my iPhone. So I'm actually going to wake it up. I'm going to turn my keyboard off from standby. So I'm just going to press the on off standby button once like this. Okay, I've pushed it in. And now I'm actually going to unlock my phone using the keyboard. And the unlock command for the Revo keyboard, it has to use a combination of keys, is L1, so top left hand side, and R4, bottom right hand side. So I'll do that now, I'm gonna hold the two keys in together and I normally just hold down the first key first and then press the other key, so L1, R4.
1: Passcode field, zero values.
6: Okay, I'm in the passcode field, zero values. And now by default, I'm in navigation mode. So I'm gonna put the keyboard in number mode and that's L4, bottom left hand side. I'm gonna type in my pin number using the keyboard.
0: Two.
1: Messages, one and red message.
6: Okay, so as you can tell, I've just unlocked my phone using the keyboard. Of course, I've got voiceover running and currently I've got hints turned off with voiceover on my iPhone. So that's how to unlock the phone actually using the keyboard. So I'm now gonna put it back in navigation mode. And navigation mode with bottom right-hand side, R4. So i push that now. So now if I press six.
1: Calendar, Wednesday the 7th of May, one new event.
6: Okay, press 6 again. Photos. And so on. So I can keep moving down the screen, item by item, just using number 6, of course, to the right of the indented 5, or press 4.
1: Calendar. Wednesday, the 7th of May. One new event. Messages. One in red message.
6: To move back to the previous item. Now I can also jump to the topmost and bottommost item on the screen. So I'm currently at the top. So if I press seven, so that's below the four. Music. I've just jumped down to music, the bottom right hand row on the bottom on the dock. That's where, of course, on the iPhone, you've got phone, mail, safari, in this case, music. And then if I press number one, I'm gonna jump back to the top most item on the screen.
1: Messages, one and red message.
6: Okay, and of course that would work in any application screen, not just the iPhone home screen. Now, you also might like to scroll left and right, and I'm actually gonna scroll on my current iPhone home screen here. So I'm on my main home screen, number one. I've got three home screens. So I'm gonna press R2 to scroll to the right.
1: Extras folder, three apps.
6: Okay, that's my second screen. If I wanted to check, I'm just gonna press seven to jump down to the bottom of the screen. Music. And I'm just gonna press four to come back and find that slider which tells you what page you're on.
1: Safari, mail, phone, page two or three. Adjustable. Okay,
6: Someone page two or three. And of course if I leave it there and scroll again with R2. Page three of three.
1: Page three of three. Adjustable. Yeah,
6: because I left the focus on the page slider, it now confirmed that I'm on page three or three. And of course if I wanted to jump to the topmost item on the screen, I just press number one. By word. Okay and that's by word that I use for my blog. That's on the top left hand side of the screen on my third home screen. And then of course, if I wanted to get back to my initial home screen, I could press L2. Page two or
1: three, extras folder, three apps.
6: Okay, I'm now on page two or three, I could press L2 again to go back to the previous screen again, or if I want to just press the home button, I can press number eight, which of course is below the indented five.
0: Home.
1: Messages. One and red
6: message. To get to the status bar using the Revo keyboard, it's number two. Now before I do that, when I press number two, it's going to read out the whole status line to me, because with a focus jump to so to silence or shut up the voice, it's R three. So that's the third key down on the right hand side. I'm going to press two and then I'm going to press R three to silence the voice. So I'm pressing Two now.
1: One of five bars. Status. Signal strength. Status bar As item. I'm pressing
6: R three, and I've just silenced the voice. So now if I just press six to go across my status line.
1: Telstra Mobile Network. Three of three Wi-Fi bars. Bitcoin 619
6: e thirteen. Okay, if I press four to go back.
1: Telstra Mobile Network. One of five bars. Signal strength.
6: I've got poor cellular coverage today. And of course, I want to check my battery status. I can just press six zero across the battery.
1: Telstra Mobile Network, three of three Wi-Fi, ten twenty three eight orientation, lo- location track, alarm set, Bluetooth connected, seventy three percent battery power.
6: Okay, and there's my battery. Now, if I want to check the Notification Center, where you've got your notifications from various apps on your iPhone, I press three.
1: Notification Center, selected. Today button, one of three.
6: Okay, and that's my notification center. If I want to check the control center where you've got airplay and your media controls and so on, I'm just going to press the escape or back button, and that's L1, so top left-hand side of the keyboard.
1: Messages. One and red message. Okay,
6: back to messages. I'm going to press two to go back to the status line. One of
1: the five bars, signal strength, I'm going to press status
6: R3 bar item. to silence the voice. So it was number three to bring up the notification center. It's actually nine to bring up the control center. I'll do that now. Number nine. Airplane mode off. And of course, if I use six to go through the control center.
1: Wi-Fi on. Bluetooth on.
6: Okay, four to go back.
1: Wi-Fi on.
6: And so on. And I could have done four and six also in the notification center. So let me press escape. So that was l Messages.
1: One. one in red message.
6: Now, the next thing I'm gonna show you is how to get to your app switcher. And of course that's by pressing the home button twice. So it was pressing eight, activated the home button, and of course pressing eight twice takes you to the app switcher. So I'll do that now. Pressing eight twice. App switcher. And of course if I use six.
1: Phone, running, mail, six and red messages, tweet list, running, tweet, running, audible, running, notes, running, music running messages one and red message settings running
6: okay and of course if i used four
1: messages one and red net me- music running
6: okay i'm going back to the left so let me just go into settings from the app switcher so let's press number six again
1: messages one and red message settings running. so i'm just
6: going to show you another scroll command in settings and so press five to select that
1: settings running settings
6: because five being our select command for any item that we're on. Now remember when I said L2 and R2, scroll left and right. Well, three and nine actually are your scroll commands. It just so happens that that scroll function works in the status menu because that's what you do when you need to bring up the notifications or the control center. You're literally doing the scroll up and scroll down command. So if I do the scroll down command now in the settings, I'm gonna press nine. Rows ten to twenty two and
0: sixty. Rows
1: twenty to 22 of 60 rows 20 to 32
6: of sixty. Okay, I'm scrolling the screen down and of course I'm gonna press three.
1: Rows ten to twenty-two of sixty. Rows one to eleven of sixty.
6: Okay, I'm scrolling the screen up and down, and of course, if I want to access any one of those, let's say I wanted to access one of the items, I'm just going to press number six.
1: Airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, button, personal hotspot, carrier, notification sent, control sent, do not disturb, general, button. Okay, let
6: me access general and press number five.
1: General settings. And
6: i and of course, I now can use the back button, which is L1, top left hand side of the keyboard, to go back to the previous screen.
1: Settings heading.
6: And of course, I want to come back to the main home screen out of the settings folder. I'm going to press eight again, which is the home button to go back to the main home screen.
1: Messages, one and red
6: message. Now, let me just go back to the app switcher again, because I want to show you how to close an app using the keyboard. And of course, you probably guessed what it is already, but we'll go through it. And press eight twice to get to the app switcher. App switcher,
1: app switcher, home.
6: And press six.
1: Settings, running.
6: And I want to close settings, so I'm just going to press nine.
1: Closing settings, phone, running.
6: Okay, and there's phone. That's my next item. If I want to close it again, I can press 9.
1: Closing phone,
6: okay, mail, right, I just press six, six and read messages,
1: tweet list, tweet, audible, notes, music, messages, calendar, iBooks, run, iTunes store, running.
6: Okay, and let's say I want to close iTunes store, I can press 9. Or if I want to open it, I can just press 5 again to go into iTunes.
1: iTunes store, running. iTunes, share,
6: Button. Okay, and of course, to come out of that application, press the Home button, number eight.
1: Home. Messages. One and red message.
6: If you'd like to answer and hang up a phone call using the Revo keyboard, it's pretty simple. It's just L1 and R1 together, so top left and top right-hand keys on the keyboard. So I've kind of got my landline phone in my hand, so let me just dial my mobile number from my home phone. And when my phone rings, I'll answer it with L1 and R1. David Woodbridge. my oh. phone ringing my mobile. I pressed L1 and R1 to answer. I'll now answer the call. And of course, to hang it up, I can just press L1 and R1 again. And I'll hang up the phone call. Now, if you'd like to dial a number manually using the Revo keyboard, of course, that's also possible. So since the phone app is down the bottom of the phone screen on my dock, seven. Music. And I press four to go back to the phone icon or app.
1: Safari, mail, phone.
6: Okay, I'm gonna press select, number five.
1: Selected, phone, all, button, one of two.
6: And I'm gonna jump down the bottom again because I wanna get to the keyboard tab, so I'm pressing seven again.
1: Voicemail, tab. Five of five. Okay, and
6: I'm pressing four to go back to the left.
1: Keypad, tab, the four of five.
6: pressing five.
1: Selected, keypad, tab, four or five.
6: Okay, and I'm gonna dial Vision Australia's main number here in Australia. So I'm gonna put myself back in number mode. And from the pin code field, remember, it's actually put it in number mode, it's L4. So I press that once. Now if I just type in on the telephone style keypad on the keyboard, 1, 3, 0, 0, zero 8, four, 4, 7, 4, four six, 6, 6, and of course you can press R1 to delete the number or numbers that you've typed in so far if you've made a mistake. And I want to get to the call button, so I'm going to put myself back in navigation mode with R4 and press 7 to jump down to the bottom of the screen.
1: Voicemail. Tab, five or five.
6: And use four to go back to the left to find the call button.
1: Selected, contact, recent, favorites, call, button.
6: And I'm gonna press select to call that number at Vision Australia. End
1: call, button. Welcome to Vision
6: Australia. If you know the name of the person you wish to speak to, please save your name. Okay, I'm gonna hang up with L1 and R1. I'll just hang up the phone call and I'm gonna press the home button to come out of the app. And of course that's number eight. Home. Phone. And back to the phone icon on the home screen. Playing music on your iPhone or your iOS device, i touch your iPad as well. It's also very easy using the Revo keyboard. So I've currently previously been playing some music on my iPhone. And of course, to do that normally with gestures, it again, would be the two finger double tap to start and stop music. In this case, it's L1 plus one okay so if i do hold down okay so if i hold down l1 and press one i start the music playing and it's over again this could be my favorite it could be interesting i'm going to do l1 plus three I've gone to the next track i'm going to do l1 plus two and i'll go back to the previous track And of course L1 plus 1 again stops the music playing. And you might have noticed when I pressed L1 plus 2 the first time, it just went back to the beginning of the song and then of course pressing L1 plus 2 again took me back to the previous track. While the music's playing, you can press L1 plus 6 to increase volume, or L1 plus five to decrease volume. So if I start this track from ABBA playing again with L1 plus one. I'm gonna do L1 plus six. And I'll turn it up, I'm gonna it down, L1 plus five. Okay, and of course I wanna stop it, L1 plus one. Okay, and that's how to play music using the Revo keyboard on your iPhone. Of course, if I wanted to access other music, I can just press seven. Music. Okay, there's music. Press five to select.
1: Music, back. Back button. That
6: said back button, so I could press select, or I'm just gonna press L1 by itself to go back.
1: Gold, albums. Back button. I'll
6: press escape again, or L1.
1: Albums, more. That button.
6: And now do F6.
1: Albums. Now playing. Tabling. Happy delay. Abba gold. Absolute greatest colon 40. Affirmation. Savage Garden.
6: 5 for select.
1: Affirmation. Albums. That okay, button. Six. Affirmation. Now playing. Search. Album art. Affirmation. 15. 99. Down low. Shuffle. 1. Affirmation.
6: Press 5 to start playing.
1: Back. That button.
6: course, and press L1 plus one to stop. And of course, I'm gonna go back to the home screen, just press number eight.
1: Messages, one and red message.
6: Okay, and I'm out of the music app, back to the main home screen on the message icon on the top left-hand side. Now, I'll get to typing in a minute. I just wanna show you a few more voiceover-specific commands before I get onto typing with the keyboard. So if I press l1 l2
1: screen curtain off
6: that's your screen curtain on or off so that blanks the screen for privacy so the top two keys on the left hand side so l1 l2
1: screen curtain on
6: and that turns just screen curtain on and off l1 and then r2 so holding down l1 and pressing r2 on the right hand side speech off that turns speech on and off
1: speech on speech off speech on
6: let me just check where I am. I'm gonna press six. Calendar.
1: And four. When messages. One messages. and red message.
6: Okay, now I want to start the screen talking from where I'm currently on the screen. So to get it to read it's R one.
1: Messages. One and red message. Calendar. Wednesday, the seventh of May. One new event. Photos. Camera. Okay, and Clock. of course if I pause Maps. it with R3,
6: pauses it if I start it again.
1: Notes. Reminders. Going
6: and R3 stops it again. Now, while it's talking, I can also increase and decrease the volume of voiceover using the keyboard, of course. So, I'm just going to press 1 to go back to the top left hand side of my home screen. Messages. 1 and red message. Now, I'm going to press R1 to start it reading, and while it's reading, I'm going to press L plus. 5 to decrease the volume and L plus 6 to increase the volume. Okay, so I'm going to do I one
1: Messages, one and red message, calendar, Holding down L1, Wednesday the 7th of May, five. one new event, photos, camera, clock, maps, videos, notes, reminders, L1 one and today. six, stocks, stops, game center, newsstand, iTunes store, app store, compass, settings, passport, and then
6: weather. R3 to stop it talking. Now, for those that use a Mac, you're probably very used to the VO or control option command left and right arrow keys to cycle between your different speed settings. Well, on the Rivo keyboard, and of course this is on, on a standard keyboard. The speed settings command is not VO command or control option command left and right arrow. It's actually L1 and then 8 to go. If you like, cycle through the left, it's nine to cycle around to the right. So if I hide down the L1 key, top left hand side, and press nine.
1: Use phonetics.
6: I've got use phonetics, and I'm still holding down the L1 key, pressing nine again.
1: Use pitch, volume, speech rate, punctuation, typing echo, sounds, use phonetics. Okay,
6: back to there. And if I press eight, I'm still holding L1 down.
1: Sounds, typing echo, I'm going punctuation, speech rate, volume, use pitch, use phonetics.
6: Okay, I'm back to phonetics again. I just released the key. Okay, so let's say for example, I wanna change one of those features. So let me cycle around to typing echo. So I'm gonna press L1 and eight.
1: Sounds, typing echo.
6: Okay, and I'm gonna change the value. If I press L1 and pound below the number nine. Words. Words. Characters. Characters. Nothing. Nothing. Characters and words. Characters and words. words. I'm back to words again and if you're listening to the sequencing you probably guessed it it's l1 and 0 to cycle back the other way
1: characters and words nothing characters words
6: okay so that's how to cycle through that particular option now if you want to use your rotor i'll just show you how to do that now and that's to access things like your speech rate and other items like that the first option is if you want to turn your quick nav on and off particularly when you're editing a document it's L1 plus star course, which is below U7, or to left of you zero. So if I press L star now. Quick nav off. Quick nav off, and press L star again. Quick nav on. Quick nav on. To cycle between your rotor options, it's actually just star by itself. So if I press star.
1: Handwriting, punctuation, sounds, hints, containers, language, characters, words, headings, speech rate, volume, handwriting.
6: Back to handwriting, now if I wanted to go backwards and if I hold down L1 and press star, I'm gonna cycle around back the other way.
1: Handwriting, volume, speech rate, headings, words, characters, language, containers, hints.
6: And of course, if I wanted to change the option for the writer that I'm currently sitting on. So let's say for example, I want to change my language. So I'm just gonna press star to cycle around to language.
1: Containers, language.
6: Okay, and then I can press 0 to go left or one direction and press the pound key by itself to go to the other direction or the hash key. So I'm going to press hash or pound because that's below the 9.
1: British English. Irish English. South African English. US English. Default language. Australian English. British English.
6: Okay, and if I want to go back the other way, it's just going to press zero.
1: Default language, Australian English.
6: And I'm back to default language. Or oh, another option. Let's say I want to change my speed. So I'm going to press star again. By
1: Characters, words, headings, speech rate.
6: And speech rate. So I'm going to press the pound sign or hash.
1: 30%, 25%, 20%, 15%, 10%, 5%.
6: Okay, and press zero to turn it
1: up. 10%, 15%, 20%, 25%, 30%, 35%.
6: I might just slide down a little bit more. 30%.
1: Because
6: we're going to do some typing now. So that's at 30%. Okay. So I've currently been sitting in navigation mode still, which is perfectly fine. So, of course, let me press just the number 6 key to find out where I am on the home screen.
1: Page 1 of 3. Adjustable.
6: Okay. I'm on page 1 of 3, so down towards the bottom. I want to jump to the top of the screen. So, of course, that's just one by itself.
1: Messages. One in red message.
6: Okay, and I want to find my notes application for doing some typing, so to press number six.
1: Calendar, photo, camera, clock, maps, videos, notes.
6: And there's notes, of course I'm pressing five to select that.
1: Notes, accounts, back button.
6: And let's go and find the new button.
1: New button.
6: Pressing five to select the new button.
1: Note, text field, is editing.
6: Okay, so I'm in the notes text field. Now there's currently two modes of typing on the Revo keyboard, there's a what's called the small QWERTY keyboard mode, which gives most popular keys to 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, etc. I find that really confusing, so I've not used it at all. I have had a look at it and decided that it was a bit too messy for me personally. So I'm actually going to be using the what they call the ABC mode and what I call the SMS mode. Remember with the phones before we got smartphones, we could use different numbers on the keypad to represent different letters. So for example, number two was A, B and C. So you pressed, say two, three times to get C. Your three was D, E, F, four was G, H, I and so on. To get the letter you wanted to do, you would use that particular key and keep pressing that key to get to the letter you wanted to use and then go on to the next key to do the next letter. Now, what's also gonna happen with this keyboard is if there's two letters on the same key, you can use L2 or R2 to cycle through the second letter that you want to use when you've found the first one with the key. But it'll make more sense when I actually go through the demo. Okay, so I'm currently still in navigation mode. So if I just press number five on the keypad. Quick nav off. And I press five again.
1: Insertion point at end
6: insertion point at end. Of course, there's nothing to really go to the end of. I haven't typed anything yet. Now, before I put myself in number or typing mode, I'm just gonna change my keyboard echo. So I'm still in navigation mode. I'm just gonna use L1 plus nine to cycle around to typing echo, otherwise you're not gonna hear anything that I'm doing on the keyboard.
1: Sounds, use phonetics, use pitch, volume, speech rate, punctuation, typing echo.
6: That's typing echo. Now, still holding down L1, I'm just gonna press the pound key or the hash key below the nine. Characters. And I'm gonna put it on characters for the moment. Okay, and I've just released those two keys, of course. So let me put myself in number mode or typing mode. To do that, it's actually L4, bottom left-hand side of the keyboard. So just to test it out, I can press number two. Two.
0: Okay,
6: and three. Three.
0: Four, 4 5, five six, 6 7, seven eight, 8 9, nine zero. 0
6: star and it didn't say punch range because it turned off and of course panel and it said number. So if I want to delete all that I can just press R1 top right hand side of the keyboard number 0 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 and of course if I did it one more time with R1 there's nothing there and I didn't do a 1 So that's why it didn't say one, because I didn't type a one when I first did the two, three, four bit. Okay, so that's number mode. I wanna have typing mode. Now, the way to put it in alphabet mode, which is the default when you first turn it on from completely off, if I press L3, I've now put it in that small QWERTY keyboard mode. So if I press number 2, have a listen to it when I press it three times.
0: T-U-Y
6: Okay, because what it's trying to do is put the most common letters that you'll use on the key. So if I press number 1,
0: E-W-Q-E
6: Okay, you can tell that it's got different keys in there. Let me just get rid of that with R1 a few times. Y. And it's all gone now. Now I wanna put it in my ABC or SMS mode and that's L3 plus nine. Okay, so this time if I press number two.
0: A, B, C, A, B, C.
6: Okay, and for those of you that are used to the old SMS style typing, you can recognize that quite nicely. So if I press three. D, E, F. And
0: I press
6: four.
0: G H I.
6: And of course, this is actually putting in letters when I've stopped. So it'll be interesting to see what we get when we finish the going through the keyboard. If I press five,
0: J K L.
6: And if I press six,
0: M N O. If I press seven, P Q R S. And I press eight, T U V.
6: And I press nine,
0: W X Y Z. And if I press zero, space.
6: I've got a space. So I'm gonna press R1 to delete all that.
0: Space, Z. S-V-O-L-I-F-C.
6: Okay, and as you can tell, it actually put in the third letter, or the last letter in the ones that had more letters in each key, such as the Z, when I stopped for that particular key when I was inputting it. I wanna write two words, hello world. So I'm gonna do number four twice. H.
0: That's
6: H, and I'm gonna do three E. D. I'm gonna do five three times for L, one, two, three. J-K-L. Now, remember that I said, when you've got the same letter on the same key, you can use L2 or R2 to cycle around to the next letter on the same key. So I'm gonna press R2.
0: J, K, L.
6: Okay, that's my second L. Now I'm gonna press O, so that's the number six key three times, one, two,
0: three.
6: And my space, which is zero. Space. Okay, so that's H, E, L, L, O. And then I want to type in world. So I want to do W, so of course that's number nine once. W.
0: I want
6: to do O, so that's number six three times. O. R. that's number seven, so it was P-Q-R-S, so I'm going to press number seven three times.
0: P-Q-R.
6: And then L, so that was number five. J-K-L, so I'm going to press it three times. One,
0: J-K-L.
6: Two. I want to do D, so that's number three once. D. Okay, and then I want to put a new line in. And that's R3 by itself. New line. Oh, let's do another new line, why not? R3 again. New line. And I'm just going to put the end. So I'm going to type in T.
0: T. G. H. D. Space. That's
6: the And then end. D. N. D. Okay, now. I would like to read what I've just typed in. And of course, if I had character and word echo on, when I put the space in with zero, I would have heard the word back when it completed the word followed by the space. So to read back letter by letter, it's R4, so bottom right hand side, plus four to go back to left and six to go to the right. So I do R, holding the R4 key, bottom right hand side, and
0: pressing
6: four. D, N, E, space, E, H, T. Okay, that's the same the end. If I do one more to the left, so R4 plus four. Empty line. Come okay, on new line, so I press R4, holding it down and pressing six.
0: Empty line. T, H, E, space, E, N, D.
6: And if I wanted to Delta. go word by word, back to the left is on the same row. It's R4 and plus L2, so to the left of the number four. End, the world, hello. Okay, and of course, R4 plus R2. So the R2 key to the right of the six. Hello, world, the end. Okay, it's going word by word. And if I wanted to go up and down line by line, it's R4 plus number
1: two. Empty line, hello world.
6: Okay, and of course to go down line by line, it's R4 plus eight. Empty
1: line, the end.
6: So basically it's R4 plus four and six to go letter by letter. R4 plus L2 or R2 to go previous and next word. R4 plus two to go up a line and R4 plus eight to go down a line. And of course, if I wanna now put myself back in navigation mode to come out of there and come back to the main home screen, etc., if I just press the navigation button, which is R4 by itself, then now I can use number eight. So rather than putting in a letter, it's going to put and activate my home button. Notes. I'm back to the notes app on my initial home screen. Now, of course, you can also use that home button to activate Siri. So I've actually hold number in until I hear Siri and then talk. What is the weather today in Gosford?
1: Okay. That's temperature for Gosford today will range
6: between 11 and 20 degrees. And of course, I can do my famous triple click home as well using number eight. Or of course, now it's called the access shortcut key in iOS 7. So if I press the number eight or my home button three times, one, two, three. Voice over off. Okay, I'll turn voice over off because I had it set to triple click home in this case. Pressing the number eight key again, one, two, three.
1: Voice over on. Screen curtain on.
6: Okay, I've turned voice over back on again. And just one final point while we're also talking about typing, of course, is using a spotlight on your iPhone to find different items such as music tracks, etc. So let me just press one to go to the top icon again on my home screen.
1: Messages. One and red message.
6: And of course to bring up spotlight when you're on your home screen and you've heard an icon. It's a scroll gesture, in this case, it's number three on the Revo keyboard.
0: Search field is editing.
6: Okay, I wanna type in pure for pure imagination from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So first of all, I'm gonna put myself in number mode, if you like, so that's L4. And I wanna put myself in typing mode, which is L3. Now because I've previously used the ABC or what I call SMS mode, I'm already in that mode already. I've stayed in that mode. So I don't have to do that command again. So now I can just type in pure. So P. P,
0: T, U, P, R, T.
1: Top search result, music, pure imagination from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory featuring jewelry. Okay, Funky frog versus right. in, myself in
6: navigation mode Four, and I'm gonna use six.
1: Clear text. Cancel. Top hits. Heading. Music. Pure imagination from Lily Wonka and the chocolate factory feature which is back Back button. Hold your breath.
6: Okay, now it's now playing. I can now return to my home screen with eight.
1: Home. Messages. One and red message.
6: And of course, I'll need to stop it and start it again. It's L1 plus one. To stop it. Or L1 plus one again. To keep playing it. So I'm gonna do L1 plus one to stop the song for the moment. And of course, if I wanna lock my phone, remember at the beginning of this recording, which seems like a while ago now, it was L1 plus R4 to unlock the screen, What's it's the same command to lock the screen. So I'm gonna do L1, holding it down and pressing R4. Screen
1: locked.
6: And I've locked the screen. If I just press the little button on the left-hand side towards the top once, I've put it into standby mode. And the way the keyboard also works is that if you haven't used it for a little while, it'll also put itself back in standby mode automatically for you. So that concludes this demonstration of the Revo keyboard for use with voiceover on this case, my iPhone. And as I said, it's for the iOS devices, i.e. iPhone, iPad touch and iPad. And there's also a version of the Revo keyboard for Android devices using TalkBack as well. So as usual, Thanks for listening, and bye for
4: now.
3: Hello, Main Menu listeners. I'm Main Menu executive producer Chase Crispin, and I'm here for just a couple of minutes to invite any of you who are interested to contribute segments to our program and to go over some of the details about how this has been done. We have had a lot of questions lately about specific parts of how one may go about submitting a segment, and so I thought I would take just a few minutes here at the end of the show to go through some pointers and some tips that might help you to get a segment on main menu. First of all, if you have something that you would like to demonstrate for us, we may have already covered it or have someone on our staff already working on producing a demo of this product or service. So before beginning a demo, please contact us to make sure that we have not covered or do not plan on covering the item that you would like to demonstrate for us. The easiest way to get in touch with us to ask about recording a segment is to send an email to mainmenu@acbradio.org. at We will get back to you on that email as soon as we can, and if we give you the go-ahead to keep working on the segment, you can go ahead and record your file. Most segments, although they may be very well produced and the product is very well explained, do need some editing to bring the segment up to the standards that we have here on Main Menu and on ECB Radio. If you do not have any audio editing software to edit your segment before submitting it to us, please let us know when you submit the file that you would like one of our staff members to do some editing on your file for you. When submitting a file to us, please send it to us in either WAV or MP3 format. If submitting an MP3 file, please submit it at at least 128 kbps and 44.1 kHz to ensure that we receive the highest quality of recording possible. You may submit the file to us in any way that works for you. If you have a Dropbox account, you can give us a link to retrieve the file from your Dropbox. If you use any other file sharing sites that can be used to retrieve a segment from you, please just let us know. We will work with you to get the file from you in any way that works best for you. Dropbox is perhaps the easiest of these solutions, but if you have another solution that you use to share files, we certainly are okay with that. When recording a segment, please be sure to eliminate all background noise that is possible. For example, if there's a loud fan near your recording setup, turn it off, close any open windows, and ensure that there is no background noise from other people talking or anything that is distracting that will be picked up in the recording. If something disruptive happens during the recording process, such as if the phone rings, stop what you were saying, wait for the noise to stop, and then begin your phrase again. When editing your file, simply begin the edit before the noise began, and end your edit once right before you begin to restate what you said when you were interrupted. Even if you are not able to edit your own segment, and we will be editing it for you, it is a good idea to have a clear place for an edit to remove background noise, so that one of our editors is easily able to cut out the bad portion of the audio. Also, for those who may have a hard time understanding speech synthesizers due to a hearing impairment or due to speaking English as a second language, Please ensure that your speech synthesizer, if applicable on the device that you are demonstrating, is at a very slow rate so that all of our listeners will be able to hear and understand your speech synthesizer. We also ask that you avoid from using any sort of background music or introduction music in your segment if possible. We do use transition music specific to main menu between segments, so if at all possible, we prefer not to have any music present in a demonstration unless it is part of your demo. If you are demonstrating an app that plays music or a device that plays audio or something like that, it's certainly fine to have music in the show, as long as it is a short piece of music that does not violate copyright by putting it on the show, but we ask that you avoid unnecessary music at the beginning or the end of a segment. Once a recording is submitted to us, your recording will be shared with the main menu production team, and the team will work together to determine if your segment is of the best quality that can be aired on our show. Main Menu reserves the right to reject any segment received, and if we do reject your segment, we will get in touch with you, let you know why your segment will not be aired on our show, and give you some tips to improve your recording if you would like to try again. Also note that Main Menu reserves the right to do any necessary editing on any segments submitted to us, regardless of their previous editing status. Also, it may take a few weeks to get a segment into a show if it is accepted. Often, we have major news stories that air as soon as they possibly can on Main Menu, which unfortunately cause some demonstrations of other products to be pushed back. But do not worry, we will communicate with you when you're review will be aired, even if it takes three or four weeks from when it is accepted. The Main Menu team is not able to cover every piece of technology that is out there, so your assistance in providing demonstrations of other forms of assistive technology that we may have not demonstrated on our show yet is very helpful to us. If you have any questions about this process, there are more tips about submission guidelines at mainmenu.acbradio.org under the submission link. Or, if you have a question about the recording process, what we're looking for on our show, how to submit content to us, etc., again, you can get in touch with us by email at mainmenu@acbradio.org. at acbradio.org. Also, if you have something that you wish Main Menu would cover, but you don't either own the product or you don't have the ability to record a demonstration for us, we will try to find someone who is able to do that demonstration. So, if there's something you would like to be heard on our show, even if you can't produce that demonstration or interview, let us know what you have in mind by, again, sending an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org, and we'll do our best to get what you ask for on our show. Thank you for your interest in ACB Radio's Main Menu, and we look forward to working with you to get your voice on our show very soon.
2: We do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu, and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week, and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.